0: negotiating as if your life depends on it. I don't I don't do any negotiating, so uh, I just capitulate Welcome to Dads Being Dads episode three forty nine, your hosts Randy and Jason. Randy, how you doing tonight?
1: Good. Greatest day of my life. Greatest day of
0: your life. We spent a good like forty episodes saying that.
1: Um, and then 40 without. Yeah. Thing. The, well, you know, I looked at the weather for tomorrow, and it's on um, uh-huh. wrong screen. Don't want to type in that. It looks good. No, it's good. Warming it up. Oh, it's good.
0: Good. Good. Because I, like, I was like, this is the week. I know, I've said this like, a thousand times, but I'm like, this is the week. I'm going to start running again. I got to, like, and then I go outside on Monday, and it's bloody snowing. And I'm like, wait. Rain
1: yeah, or shine, yeah. baby. I you know, just but do it's it. like,
0: the motivation for me is, like, <laughs> I'm trying to get motivated and a nice summer bodies
1: are made in winter.
0: I get it. But if like a nice sunny 60 degree day had been like sweet, instead it's 28 and snowing and I'm like,
1: yeah, tell me about it. I was all, well, yeah, spring is the worst for that for me personally, because the mornings are cold. Yeah, right. Like tomorrow, tomorrow's a good example. So it's March, Thursday at 7 a.m. ish, according to the weather let's say between 6 and 7 yeah when i leave for work well the kids leave around a little after 7 then i leave 40 degrees 38 degrees fahrenheit and then when i leave work at let's say 5 62 degrees so it's going to go up by 20 plus degrees which means i'll have to be wearing like a jacket and a hat in the morning and maybe wow. the boots yeah. cuz my threshold for my regular for wearing <coughs> shoes on the bike is like 50 degrees Otherwise, yeah. my, f- my feet get really cold. Yeah. Oh, all, right. all right. So I can't. Then work- I mean, if I ride home in boots when it's sixty degrees out, they're, they're going to melt. Yeah. It's crazy. So I'll have to wear shoes and just be cold on the way to work. Wait, in the morning. you're going to the work. You're going to the office tomorrow. Well, I was thinking about it just because it was going to be warm. I'll take a longer ride. Oh,
0: all right. Nice. Because right. I gotta
1: start. I gotta start. I gotta start pedaling.
0: Oh, because of the. The event, the Pan Mass. Because right.
1: of the Pan Mass. Can you yeah, hear last me? I don't know. Year... I
0: got a new desk. I think I'm far from the mic. Don't. I don't feel. You were
1: that time. You were. You were facing the wrong way. I You're know. looking at the wrong screen. Your head. The pop like...
0: filter's all messed up. It's a. This yeah. is a mess. You were
1: all. You were very quiet. How am, I, very am very I better ready? now? Yeah, but this... no. Nope. Yeah, okay. you're better. I'm. I got focus nice. at the,
0: Yeah, I got to focus at the mic. You know what? I had right. a boom. Why don't I, I? See the pop filters on. Anyway, so uh, all right, all right. Okay, if you could just you know. So yeah, summer, spring, spring bodies. We're gonna have to get ready for bathing suit uh, bikini season, right? That's
1: right. Bikini season's. Come, you can't be touching the mic while you're talking. Oh, I can. I can't edit that out.
0: No, I don't can. want you to. This is this is how the how the sausage is made. <laughs> <laughs>
1: terrible Um, yeah so already right? the PAMS coming up we do do it every year etc but last year it wasn't as rough so last year I did the the midnight marathon ride as a replacement ride because it was still a virtual do your own thing Uh, well this year I get to go back to doing the full ride and just for giggles um, what's today the 30th -hmm. so this weekend fun and exciting I'll give you my schedule for the next few weekends this weekend, we're going to go do the Wachusett Pond Skim, which I invited you to. Wait, you
0: yeah, I just published a show today. Uh, today, I think it's going to drop on Monday or Friday.
1: Okay. That we talked about the Pond Skim. Yeah, so. Right. So, April 3rd, we're going to go, me and uh, my son are going to go do that. I'm like, you know what? We're just committing to this. Why not? We'll see what happens. All right. And then the week after, I guess, the no, not the week after. The week after is like my brother's birthday, et cetera, boring. So Marathon, they moved the Boston Marathon back up to April mm-hmm. this year. They had it in the fall last fall. Yep. Which means on Easter Sunday, we will probably have an Easter dinner, even though we're not religious at all, but we like having family dinners. So we'll have a big family Easter dinner. And then I will leave the Easter dinner and – Get on my well, and then I don't know what, because it's gonna be late. And then I'm gonna get on my bike at like nine PM or ten PM and ride to Hopkington, which is the start of the marathon. And then at midnight we'll leave Hopkinton and bike to Boston, do the the Boston marathon route mm-hmm. on our bike cycles. Yeah. And then I, what but whatever, two AM ish when I get there, I don't know what time we'll get there. That's nuts. i I will leave Boston and bike another 30 miles something. To so when
0: home. you, when you ride, are you doing like 20, 22 miles an hour?
1: Not on, no, not on no. this. Okay. No. Plus I'll ride the, uh, the upright bike. Okay. You right. know? So it's a little more tires, a little bigger, a lot more stuff going on, a little more draggy. Yeah. Sitting up. Um, I can, so the last pan mass in 2019 i think i don't know one of them i think i averaged over 20 just a little over 20 miles an hour mm, that's fat. but that's but that's very very the overall route is slightly downhill uh right. right there's there's no basically no stopping right i mean you stop at the stops for things and then you know when i pull into the stops i pause my thing you know the tracking things right so there's a bit of cheating going on and, but there's no like stop signs. All the intersections are blocked, right? Or, or, uh, let's say, wait, catered for the, so for the pan mass or for the midnight ride? For the pan mass. Oh yeah. Okay. For the yeah, pan mass. Okay, okay. For the midnight ride. We don't really even make any turns. So <laughs> there's a couple of intersections in the city that we might have to stop at, but that's about it. Yeah. Well, there's a couple, right? Uh, yeah. There's a couple.
0: Not exactly. What is it? Uh search for the H, right?
1: There's a right turn that I almost miss every time. Yeah,
0: the one from yeah, and then you take a left on Boylston.
1: Uh, I don't not in the city, but even further out. There's like it's near Wellesley, I think. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, there's just a big. There's just a right turn By the, in the middle of the nowhere. fire station, right? I don't know. It's dark. I can't see anything. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. It's, it's the middle of the night. Remember, <laughs> I explained this already. Yeah. Uh, plus, I got my bags on the bike that full of f- junk, so. I don't know. We'll see what kind of speed I can I can go. Uh, so no, I, I'm well, not. You bring I'm your no bags. Speed, like you're bringing, When you say the
0: upright bike, you're bringing like the full on. Yeah,
1: the fenders and the lights and the bags and the, it's a little heavier. It's just not as as quick and nimble because the tires are bigger. I think. Um, but I'll bring the bags because I'll bring extra stuff. I'll bring extra water because I got to pack all my own stuff. Right there's nobody like. There's no stops. Oh right. So right, I got to right. bring I enough I got to bring enough water for the 75 miles or whatever. Bring some snacks, bring some jackets or something in case it rains. I don't know what weather was going to look like. Hereford, so that's the word I was looking for. For could be garbagey. You
0: turn on Hereford, right? is it? I don't know. I don't
1: know, man. I don't know. Well, you should know. So that's coming up. Anyway, the point of my story is I got to do some more bike cycling, so maybe I will go into the awful this tomorrow and uh take a you know take a little circuitous route to get there find some more no biking signs it is up. yeah there's a whole thing right on Hereford
0: left on Boston there's a whole like training right. apparel company
1: that that yes yeah, so there's a whole company built around well, this like, cuz yeah. it did it it did seem significant cuz i i rode straight through it cuz there's no one else around when i rode through it yeah. last fall i was riding by myself okay. and i just went straight and i'm like wait a minute for some reason, there was, like, one little blinking red light at that intersection, and I was like, I think that was meaningful. What was that all about?
0: <laughs> oh, no, no. Herif, the, it, when you're in the city, not the one that's out in Wellesley. I think it's in Newark. Okay. I think it... No, but it doesn't matter. Right? I don't know. super boring. Ba- Boston Marathon course.
1: hmm <sighs> Do it.
0: All right. All right.
1: You want to join me? No.
0: I'm out cool. of shape, man. I'm so out of shape. But, I, like I said, I got out there yesterday. I'm going to start... I got I to gotta
1: crawl nice. back. One day at a time, baby. got Yeah.
0: One day at a time. So we, then we had soccer practice tonight. And, uh, yeah.
1: If I'm being honest, I was, uh, looking at your heart rate and stuff on Strava. Oh, right mean your... <laughs> <laughs> Wait, from when I was running or when I was, yeah, at from practice? the running. From the running. Yeah. Uh oh, huh. All right. And that's how I'll, I'll judge people, like, when you someone can't goes out for a run. can judge people on heartbeat, though.
0: Why not? Don't you know, like, everyone has, like, a different. Range. That's their
1: range. Yeah, you were approaching your max range. No, I believe. I don't think so. Before I sign up, like what? Yeah, you're pushing 180, dude. That's not the. Uh, was I pushing 180 for real? 220 minus your age. <laughs> I'm I'm impressed if I was
0: pushing 180. And also maybe not <laughs> right? because I, mean, I wasn't like I wasn't running that like I never felt like I was like, oh, running that right. hard. Are you sure it was 180? Like I would I would see one eighty at soccer practice because there was a couple of sprints in there, but Whoa.
1: I, no, that's short though. Yeah, no. That's why I, mean, I think I
0: could hit one eighty, but it makes
1: for boring radio. I mean we can look it up. Let's see. Evening run, bike path, blah, 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 view analysis. I don't see the heart rate on here. Heart rate. Yeah. Uh Let's see. I'm
0: looking at, I'm not looking at the
1: okay. overview. Go to the graph. Click on heart rate. So you got up there. Pfft, 173, 165, 170. Hmm. A couple of a couple of peaks later, right? Early in the run, yeah, you know, not bad. 150. Yeah, and a couple of little little bumps where the uh, elevation changed. That was kind of interesting. There's two little there's yeah, two little elevation changes the, on that flat.
0: Yeah, I ran out and back. There, I it's mean, the overpass that goes over. Oh, that's
1: the bridge. Yeah. You went over the bridge.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> overpass You're over the yeah.
1: through the roof going over the bridge. Did it, well, and you then, know,
0: that's funny that it's and this is sort of boring, I'm not sure if well, uh, whatever yeah. we're talking about. But yeah, I I on the way the first when I first was approaching the bridge the first time I was like, wow, I do
1: feel like I'm working kind of hard. <laughs> I didn't expect this to be this bad. And then and then right at mile 3 after so after mile 3, you you we, we were just kind of like, I'm done with this. No, I was pushing a little
0: sake. bit. I was I was I was that was intentional. I'm just running a little, oh, bit okay. over, a little faster. Yeah, There you go. Towards the end there. Uh, you, yeah. You can see my uh, pace kind of like it,
1: it, tails it goes up. up. Yeah. Yeah. It goes up, which means down. Right. Yes. Right. Was, yeah. Right. Miles mm-hmm. per hour. Makes sense. Right. Good.
0: Yeah. So, you know, like I said, got to get back out there. It's a, uh, you know, first step, first, first, you know, <laughs> I did run four miles, which is not like, that's kind of a lot. Uh, like most, it's a lot. Yeah. Like most people can't go out and run four miles. And I, I didn't really intend to, but,
1: this is, you know, yeah. it's interesting because this is the problem we've been having. We have this funny little run club in town, which I joke about all the time because there's like 400 people in the Facebook group. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, maybe five people will go on the run every week that we do on Saturday mornings. Yeah. It's always the same five people. It's never any, never different. Right? It's always the same five people. Um, And I was talking to them about it. I'm like, look at, I, I mean, I think – The problem is we've got this one woman who basically trains for doing these ultra marathons. Like she's doing a 100-mile run like through the mountains. Wait, really? Nice.
0: That's what I want to get. That's my 50 when I turn 50.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Right. So she's doing this weekend run with us and it's like – that's a little intimidating. Like I think our our pace tends to be – you know, we'll do like nothing dramatic. We'll do like a nine and a half or something. but But we'll go – five miles or eight miles sometimes. Yeah. And I realized later, I'm like, you know, there there are probably people that want to do three miles at, like, 11 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they want to, like, literally both, both feet don't leave the ground at the same time. <laughs> 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 right? You know what I'm saying? And we should probably accommodate that. We should probably schedule some paced runs to have, maybe i don't know it's a lot of work like maybe they're doing it on their own cuz then you get this whole group of people that are training to join the training right they're like oh i can't join you guys yet cuz i'm not ready yet and uh like maybe we need a, a an 11 minute 3 miler bef- right before this one and everyone can come and join that one and then they can like whatever yeah could do both that's always a tricky thing right cuz with those
0: running groups and I'm like a member of like multiple of them and I don't go to any of these group runs. But the idea is like, I and I have gone on some, like the one, the one here in Acton, uh, they run out of the coffee house. I've gone on a couple of runs with them and they broke up. There was enough people that they would break into different pace groups.
1: Right. Yeah. So, well, you get enough people that show up that they can do that. Yeah. Right. That's what I'm saying. So
0: I, you know, I don't, I don't know what people. your uh, your group run looked like before COVID, but I think COVID pretty much broke up all those groups or a lot of those groups. Uh, it,
1: it may have, yeah. So it may come back. I think. Oh well, a while before COVID, I think the group changed. I think we used to have the three mile, eleven minute people dominating that, and then other folks showed up. I don't know. I don't know. Mm. I mean, I don't know. We try to recruit a little bit. We try to get some people showing up and maybe some people like to run alone. And then it, I'll be, we meet at a coffee house as well in the morning. And then on the way, I'll walk down there on the way down there. I see a whole bunch of people running around town, <laughs> but they're doing, they do appear to be doing, most of them appear to be doing those like 11 minute pace kind of thing. Yeah. And uh, well, a few times we had some new people join and they just like, didn't make it. <laughs> what do you like, mean? Like, you go ahead go without me. Three different times we had, and then what's weird about this, right, is that it's it's like all women. It's like four women and me. Uh, that not that bail out that are that are there every weekend, and then on three different weekends we had this these dudes join, so different men. So this guy shows up. Hey, how you doing? How you things are? You know, good to see you, whatever. Oh, yeah, I've been in the group. I've been wanting to join you. Blah blah blah. Here's. You know, the first guy lists all these things that he. Oh, I usually, you know, I usually do seven or eight, and blah blah blah, like telling us all this stuff. It's like, okay, well, whatever, we're going to do this five mile loop. Yeah, and we goes out. Like, we're going, we're just, you know, same thing. We're doing like nine, nine and a half, or something. And after like two miles, I turn around and he's not there anymore. And like, where's the, where's the guy? And someone else is like, oh, he, he bailed. He it's fell like, off the. Back. What do you mean? <laughs> What do you mean he bailed? He's like, no, he just left. He said like, he said he just was done and he left. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, okay. Same thing happened three weeks in a row. They just, really? they didn't just fall off and we left them because we won't. They literally just stopped and said, "I go on. I'm done. I'm going home. Like, it was very strange. It's Because we've had people come on the runs that were a little burnt out, you know, a little worn ass. something's wrong that day, they're not as fast, so we slow the pace down. You know. We will slow the pace down so we can all stay together. They just bailed. They just flat out. I'm out.
0: That's weird. I don't I, that's a that's a weird vibe.
1: Like I don't <laughs> no, I, I don't know what I don't. it was weird. <laughs> like 3 weeks in a row it happened. <laughs> one was just one guy just disappeared, another guy said something about an injury. And the other guy I think we didn't even hear from. He just like we turned a corner and he turned the other corner and just disappeared. Really? Huh. Yeah. All right. Um, oh, so yeah, run group dynamics. Run group. Yeah, I didn't expect to talk about run groups today. Hmm. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> I don't do we ever expect to talk about anything? No, I don't. Well. Yeah. I, I'm listening got- I'm listening to an interesting book. Mm, what is it? Cause the one I'm listening to is soft.
0: Um, it is called, let me look it up. I should have known this, but I want to get the right name. So it's funny. We, I think I've mentioned this before. Um, and that I have this like neighborhood group that we get together the first Friday of every month, right? I'm sorry, the first Thursday of every month. And we, uh, we hang out, campfire. We used to do play darts, but now it's outside. And, um, mm-hmm. And we, uh, we joking. We were half joking about it. This one guy was like, Oh man, I'm listening to this book or I, I, I really like it. It's called the psychology of money. Right. So I listened to it and I was like, Oh, it's kind is of, that, is that the book? No, that's not the book. I'm like, okay. Oh, it's kind of, it's kind of interesting. It's other stuff I've heard before, but it's also basically, uh, not to, not to uh, toot your own horn here, but it tells you to develop wealth. You need to slowly put money in. Safe investments like a spider fund and uh, yeah. just enjoy the compound interest effect, right? That, just never touch it. <laughs> yeah, and basically yeah. never touch And like all these things, like if you put money into a dollar, like if you started in whatever 1900 and you put a dollar in every day, like even the worst days of the worst dish, uh, anyways, you know, and you just kept putting a dollar in every day and you suffered through all the crashes, you'd be way ahead of the person that tried to like beat the curves like time the market, yeah, time and, to market yeah. and stuff you'd still be ahead um yeah so which was in, you know and then it was just like how people invest money and what what they their emotions around it and then but all these people like would break their own rules like these super high powered hedge fund managers and you know they run yeah. these mutual funds and they run these places and they still would be like, oh yeah, and like never invest. The, all their advice is never invest in individual stocks. Blah blah blah. Always, you know. And yet they all do. They all break their own rules. And they're like, well, the one guy was like, well, what got me into stocks or what got me into investing and understanding how finance and how money works and all this stuff is buying individual stocks when I was like a teenager. So I right. still like that. I still enjoy that. Do you hear that buzzing? What is it? It's the the dryer. The clothes dryer is done. How it's long done. is it going to buzz? I think for? it's just going to buzz repeatedly until someone like hits it with a hammer. No, I don't know. <laughs> um, but, and so he's like, so I still do it because I still enjoy it. He's like, it's not, but it's, but it's right. like not my primary. He's like, I save a portion of quote unquote play money and I'm paraphrasing, but the next, so then I, uh, this is a long story. So it, that, that is a good book. It's sort of interesting. It's shorter. Um, so, so I send a message to our, uh, our, group slack i'm like all right I finished a book what's next on the um book cl- you know the book book club and one of the guys respond I, it's joking i didn't think anybody would actually respond and then <laughs> another one of my neighbors he responds and he gives a couple books and one of them is called the coddling the coddling of the american mind and he's like and he, he's all like right um and he says, "Oh, I think you'll like this. This is one I think you'll like, The Coddling of the American Mind." He gave one uh Bill, Bill yeah. Walsh and never no, Bill Walsh book and then never split the difference, which is negotiating as if your life depends on it. I don't I don't do any negotiating. So uh, I just capitulate. Um. Anyways, and then one of the other neighbors like, so I hadn't actually got a chance to, like look at him, and then the other neighbors like looked up the description, and it seems like boomer propaganda. And I like, I'm like, I'm in. Immediately bought it <laughs> on Audible, and I'm like, yes, I need more. Boomer I just, propaganda. I just got it on Audible. So Did you? Uh, nice. Yeah. You're just. You react I was waiting for you me. to say the title. But it, 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 it's, it's very interesting in that it talks about. How we are creating in order to protect our kids, we're making them, we're, we're making them weaker. We're not, and I, this is something that I've talked about how all the safe spaces and all, and, and I, I know I'm painting with a big broad brush. So I, there's exceptions to all this stuff. So, um, but like all the safe spaces and teaching kids, you know, they, anytime they feel uncomfortable or all these things, like we have we, we still try and fix their world instead of, and, and, you know, the expression, yeah, you know, um, make the road ready for the kid instead, instead of making the kid yeah. ready for the road, right? I, I kind of flipped it, but you want to make the kid ready for the road. And, and it talks about all this stuff and how like the, basically how college campuses have become broken. And there's, there used to be a free thought of exchange of ideas, even the worst ideas. You could find someone to talk about it. And then, and then people would refute those ideas with educated, thoughtful statements. And now it's turning into violence and it's turning into protests and it's turning into all this craziness. And so, and like, it's, it, it's backfiring on staff. It's backfiring on students. Nobody is really winning out of all this, but the other cool thing that I, and then it's not the chapter I'm in now is talking about how damaging screens are and the rate of suicides and it's tied to screen time and all this stuff and social media. And, uh, uh, but the other thing, a uh, 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 cognitive distortion. This is my new. I even told my son, "I'm like, go look up what cognitive distortion is," and he's like, "Cause every time I a cognitive is distortion is basically when you start to believe what you tell yourself." So okay, yeah. Uh, and there's a lot of like this victim culture and stuff, and people are like, "I am a victim," and this is this, all this stuff, and then, like that becomes your belief that you're a victim because you have made it your reality. And it's it's a distortion of the reality, what real reality is. But it's become this reality that you believe because that's what you keep telling yourself. I'm not sure
1: that's what a cognitive distortion is.
0: It's part, well, it's part of it. Well, you can look it it's up. It's an but.
1: exaggerated or irrational thought pattern involved in the onset or perpetuation of psychopathological states. So thought, they're thoughts that cause individuals to perceive reality inaccurately. Yeah, that's what I just said. Oh, yeah, kind of, I guess. A negative outlook on reality, sometimes called negative schemas, is a factor, blah, blah, blah. So I think it's kind of like negative. Yeah, this is what they're saying here. Negative thinking patterns reinforce negative emotions and thoughts. Yeah.
0: So yeah, I'm well. applying it to his math. I was like, I want you to look it up and tell me why I do not like when you tell me when your day was terrible and right. how you hate math, like, and how you're bad at math. Like those are, that, that, those are two things. Cause I asked him, I'm like, was your day? Terrible. And I'm like, right. And you say that every day. Then and, you know we joke about. We've been joking about this you're best manifest. day, yeah. best day of your life, greatest day of my life. Yeah, right. Well, it is right. It's, it was a pretty good day. It wasn't the worst day. I mean, was it really the greatest day of my life? I don't know. Like maybe you could you could argue it. But if you say that to yourself, you're creating a cognitive distortion. Maybe. But it, you're believing like it's a positive right. outlook. When you say your day is terrible and that you you're not I'm not good at math. When you always say you're not good at math, you're going to believe you're not good at math, and it's going to become this.
1: Uh, I you think know, you cyclical. have to you have to pick out some things. You know, if I think about the day, what made me uh, what was happy about today? What made me happy? It doesn't have to be anything profound. Oh, I won two the first two rounds of foosball today. Uh, yeah, winning foosball. I mean, that was that's that's even kind of profound, right? That takes a lot of effort. What made me happy today was that I picked out a mug this morning. That was one of those glass mugs that is double walled. Oh, those are so weird. Yeah. But this one was especially weird because the outer wall was really far away from the inner wall. So it looks like you had a little thimble of coffee inside of this bulbous mug. And then when I put it in the coffee machine, it almost spilled over the top. So that was entertaining for me. Yeah, I remember the first time I saw someone using that in the office. I was like, whoa, that's bizarre, man. I know. I was showing it to everyone that was willing to look. (laughs) I don't even remember about anything I worked on. But that's like the whole thing, right? Like that's the whole
0: healthy – attitude I'm like you're looking for this totally mundane like simple thing but you're finding joy in it instead of being like my right. day was awful because I didn't want this this bad thing that happened or I don't you know right. I don't,
1: a lot like, of bad things happened I just never I just don't let them be bad like bad from someone they were bad from someone's perspective like there's there's a lot of issues going on oh, at yeah. work. But there's oh, always sure, issues right. that's why we're there yeah
0: But just sitting there wallowing in the, uh, mire of this terrible humanity or human condition or whatever you want to call it. Like, I'm not happy that we're at, you know, that Ukraine is still getting invaded by Russia. It's, it's an awful thing. People, some people die today because of one country wants to take over another country. It's a terrible, horrendous thing. But yet that is not a reason that I should say my day was terrible, right? So. You gotta kind of yeah, like, yeah, of course. Keep well, and you, you gotta separate. I
1: mean, that's a whole thing. That's a whole another thing. Yeah, but uh, I, I mean, the the other stuff you mentioned around the book, they're interesting. Those are complex issues, and I know. Yes, the pandemic stuff is uh, brings out a lot of that. We had that discussion the other day. where your masks. No masks, and oh, we have to take care of all the people that that are at risk. And depending on who you talk to, right? Um, one person didn't said to me the other day that, well, they're like, you know what? The, but the at risk people were already taking care of themselves. They already were at risk before this happened. Like they already, and this isn't someone that was being mean. They're just like, we can't, you can't cover a hundred percent. Right. It's like, <laughs> I don't know. I think about this when I see, uh, and this is going to sound awful as well. When I see a lot of the handicap accommodations, right? like that we we really pat ourselves on the back when we build these when we spend like 10 grand on wheelchairs for the beach that have like big big tires that can roll out into the ocean with a and there's like a floating ramp with rails and everything because there's one person in a city of 20,000 that might use it once like i don't know yeah. and and so it's it's like it's nice and it makes everybody feel good that we did it but at the same time, and I hate to sound super harsh around this, but like, they just—they don't need to go in the ocean. If the, you know wow. what I mean? Like,
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: I, well, I know what you're saying. The number—it's a numbers game. It's a numbers game. Yeah. <laughs> and again, I'm going to sound like a terrible person saying this, but it's true on other levels as well. It's true for even me and you. Like, there's things that I can't do. I I could probably come up with some examples. Yeah, yeah I, I can know, come
0: but, up with an example for you. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, it's clearing the bike path in winter of snow, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> or
1: gonna... or like or just I want to be an astronaut. Send me into space. Like I'm not an astronaut. <laughs> they, but why don't they build something that'll send me into space? Because I want to be in oh, space. I see. <laughs> That's a super extreme example, right? Yeah. Super extreme. Obviously, you're, a th- you're, you're being ridiculous. I, didn't I know. Say I'm being that. ridiculous. I know. No, I, I'm saying it oh. about me, like someone's saying. I know I'm being ridiculous. That is the point. Uh. But where do we draw the line? Yeah. Right. We've got to pick somewhere to draw the line. And sometimes we we draw it way too far out there and we might, you know, we might spend a ton of money to accommodate one person. And we could have spent that money to accommodate a thousand kids. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, We make accessible playgrounds for the same reason. And they and they should be like somewhat accessible, right? But at the same time it's like I don't I don't know.
0: The play, I just don't know. The playground thing, I, you know, I, I'm I think I, I don't I do think we need
1: to do more for playground stuff like I think we should just have more playgrounds. Yeah. Yeah. Like more parks. It spread out more in more localized areas so more kids have access to them. That'd be that'd be great. Uh I mean the last time we re- we did this whole thing, the last time we rebuilt a playground, we had to spend like hundreds of thousands of dollars more to put that like padded surface down to meet certain criteria and to run these strips through the playground so that it would be more accessible. But no
0: one uses it. Yeah. Like <laughs> that's that that's that's a weird that's a weird thing, and that's <laughs> why. So my son I feel like staring I'm getting me to myself in window. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. That's, um, but you're right. And I, I don't, well, that's my argument with like, w- why are you plowing the sidewalks? Right. Nobody uses them, but you, but yet yeah, you want the town to do it. I, it's a similar argument. I, I, you're, you're, no, it's not. Uh, well, <laughs> uh, well, okay. I guess it is. It is. Sure. It's, um, but I, it is I a similar but argument. you're, you're going to come back and say, but more people. That, this is a, like a, a propagating circle thing, right? Yes. Yeah. There's but,
1: a, well, there's a there's a different line. There's yeah. um, why would we plow the sidewalks? Because that costs money when everyone could just be in cars. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, the answer's yeah. kind of easy. Is that not I And mean, You can't have a driver's license till you're 16. Yeah. So there's a pretty large portion of the population that's not in cars. Which
0: is why I agree that we should do a better job of cleaning right. sidewalks and stuff. So Right, right, right.
1: So I do agree with you on that. Um yeah. But the same thing fits for I've talked about this in terms of modern medicines as well. Like when we when we come up with new drug treatments, therapies, whatever, all these companies that pay billions to come up with these things, does that mean anyone who needs it should get it? That's a real tough question mm. yeah, because this giant corporation just spent billions developing it so that they could make hundreds of billions yeah they're going to want you to pay for it, and if you can't pay for it, does that mean you just die
0: <laughs> and if you can't but you but it, it, but if you if the company doesn't get the money from people paying for it, they don't have the resources to develop they, the
1: they don't do the, the research. You know, Does it mean you can demand that your insurance pays for it when the insurance will be like, no, this is just too much?
0: Like, yeah, your life of sitting at home and watching TV
1: and playing on your phone is not worth a hundred grand for this treatment, right? Cause, so yeah, uh, those are real tough. Because I, I totally, <laughs> I mean, I kind <laughs> of agree.
0: Man, now my day is getting worse. It was the best day of my life. Now I'm having these heavy conversations.
1: Right. Yeah. <laughs> no, I understand. I. I it, this is tricky stuff. It's like, uh, I mean, we can use my cat as an example. We did take the cat to the vet. Oh. She does have uh, cat tumors everywhere, or itis or something. Did I mention this on the show? You said it's tumors and it's leaking and wears a shirt and I was throwing up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> it turns out we think that uh, the special food that my wife bought the cat <laughs> That was for for cats with sensitive stomachs. Was making her throw up. So <laughs> great. The irony of it. So should we switched the food? And she's so much healthier now. <laughs> like she's not, she doesn't she doesn't barf anymore. You know she looks like a she's getting fatter again. All this kind of stuff. Uh, but she's still covered in tumors. And we took her to the vet, and the vet gave us some drugs to give her like steroids and all this random stuff. But it's kind of like at some point I'm not gonna I'm not gonna pay a hundred grand to keep this cat alive. That's 21 years old or something. Yeah. And she does have this giant tumor on her side that's, like, open. And, you know, the vet didn't even say, like, oh, you got to bring her in so we can remove this. She's like, yeah, you know, keep it covered, do all the stuff, keep it clean. Uh, So it's like the cat's wearing a shirt with a bandage under it. Uh, Yeah. But, you know, we – go on, go on. That's it. The cat's wearing a shirt, so we didn't. We didn't. Right. This is the we could do choice A, which is put a shirt on the cat, and which is actually just uh, the a leg from one of my daughter's old pants that we cut a tube out of. (laughs) So it's not really a shirt. The cat's wearing a tube around its middle, pant leg with a bandage in it. Or we could, you know, pay twenty grand to give her a cat surgery. So we opted for the free option. Uh, Yeah. you know, I could do the same thing with myself. I've got a finger that has a huge scar in it. I could get some kind of hand reconstructive so surgery. We, I've had I've had two two cats
0: go through surgery for stuff they swallowed. Hmm. Or while well, one was a block, yeah, no, they both swallowed. And the second time it happened. I said to my wife i was I was <laughs> never again I, no, I was very no no it was worse than that. I was very <laughs> angry because i it, they, the the cat had eaten Easter grass, this plastic Easter grass oh, yeah. and I had mm-hmm. told like everybody like we need to keep it cleaned up, we need to keep it cleaned, like the cat's eating it. I've seen the cat eating it, so we can't have it out and the kid- the kids were littler, and they kept chucking the stuff everywhere, right well, the cat ate enough of it that it got a blockage in its stomach of this cat grass, so I was like I warned everybody, nobody wanted to listen to me. And this is what's happened. And I was like, we paid $100 for the cat. We can just pay another $100 for a new cat instead of $1,200 for the surgery, right? We get 12 cats for the amount the surgery is going (laughs) to cost, whatever it was, right? I I don't remember the numbers exactly, but it was like an order of magnitude more for that than we paid for the, than we, you know, paid for the cat. You have to pay for the shots and all this stuff. So I was like, it's not worth it. You know, just on, on paper, it's not worth it. Just let the cat die and we'll get a new one.
1: Like, and I got overruled. <laughs> so. <laughs> we, the emotional attachments are yeah. funny. I, um. That's
0: hmm. the psychology know, of Yeah, It's a
1: deep conversation. You know what I'm still thinking about though, is your, uh, your monthly neighborhood get together group. So, the, cause I, I always want to start one of these things. Yeah. With, I mean, I have a bunch of neighbors in the very local area too. Or maybe maybe I'll try to start one this summer and we could do something like that. But I just – I'm not even really that – I'd have to go make friends first. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm friends with some of them. Yeah. And then I invite the other ones over and be like, what's up? I mean, it's it's like
0: everybody in the neighborhood invited, invited. Some people come – like I go – there's like four yeah. or five of us to go like every month. And I've been going ah, every month for – I've probably missed – Maybe one a month, one on average, one a year for the last like 10 years, you know? So, oh, yeah. You've been, you're, you're the- uh, Maybe two uh, a year. I don't know. Like, yeah.
1: Okay. And- That's a good idea. Invite everybody. And so, everybody's invited.
0: Like literally, oh, you, oh you're oh you new to the neighborhood. You
1: know, nice to meet you. We do, we do men's- Well, where do you draw the line on the neighborhood? Because you've got a lot of houses.
0: Um- Well, it's, we've invited some of the people in the lower, like people I meet in the upper, the people that I meet are around me. Right. So my neighbors, um, we do have a couple people that, that are a little far that are in the lower loop and my neighborhood, my neighborhood has one entrance and it's basically, we've invited people, everybody up, but like we get like maybe on average, maybe eight to 10. So, okay. Yeah.
1: And, and like I said, and there's, there's a, there's a facility. Someone has the
0: uh, – It's been this. rotating. So one person used to do it and he'd always did uh, it. And he did it for years and years and years, like 10 years plus. And then when the pandemic started, hmm. he was like, I don't think we should do this anymore unless we do it outside. So we started doing right. it outside and we did it over a year. I remember like, oh, we made it the whole year. We didn't miss any. We got caught outside in the rain once. But even though it was like super cold, there was you know, tons of snow. We'd show up in our snow gear and hang out and we'd chat. Sometimes masks are worn and most of the time not, but uh, you know we're outside and all that. So then you know it's it's just this thing. It's this like institution in the neighborhood. New people come, uh-huh. they get invited, and sometimes they come. And now I will say this: like when we first started it, the majority of the group was very different. There's like three people from like the ten year group, the, the, but right. new neighbors have come, and then they come and they and they go, and you know and we argue about everything, and, and it's like a free exchange of ideas. I mean, we've all said stupid <laughs> things and, you know, so, uh, maybe me more than others, but yeah, <laughs> I mean, I try to, we have, I tend to push things and
1: our, our, <laughs> you know, our neighborhood, our houses are real close together. So we could do, I mean, I got one, one, two, three. I got one neighbor that like barely make eye contact. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven twelve, I mean 13, 14, 14. there's like fourteen houses that are I could hit with a stone, Yeah, there you go, literally within a, within a stone's throw yeah. uh but there are, yeah, there are some uh you know, maybe it's just me, I'm an awful person there are there are some places I draw the line and be like, well, I don't want to invite these people, right yeah, i like I should get over that. And we don't have – and nobody has one of these fancy uh, movie-style basements with the bar. and. The yeah, well, well, do it outside. It's funner anyways. Pool table. It's funner. It, well, we can't because we do have a fancy outdoor fireplace. Yeah, it's my it's cooler.
0: I mean, it's – you don't have to be as worried about being loud. You don't have to clean up. Nobody's making a mess and tr- yeah, tramp it to through your up. house. And <laughs> one guy has the pee rock that you stand on when you pee. is it all dudes it's all yes it's it's, it's all dudes it's only for guys yeah yeah I mean we have we have other social things yeah it's I mean (laughs) I'm not even gonna say it no I'm not gonna say it what when like the first lesbian couple moved in we joked like which one should we invite (laughs) (laughs) I'd have representation you did say it I did I know but it was yeah did you which one did you invite we didn't invite either of them because it's, um, and it's like, not, there's not, it's not like a bunch of dudes, like sitting there, you know, a bunch of locker room talk. We, we talk about, we joke about, like, seceding and what we what it would take. And we, one neighbor has a gun. We know which one has the gun. So we're like, we can, <laughs> if we need to hunt stuff, we, you know, we joke about that. The last couple times we've been talking about crypto and, like, one the one guy, he, he works for, uh, he, he jumps companies all the time, right? And now he's working for a company that's doing this stuff with the NFTs and the crypto and he's like never invested. It's like the worst investment. He's like, I can't wait to get out of it but they're paying me a fortune right now. So mm. he's going to like milk that job until he either vests or they sell the company or something and then – and it's hilarious because he's like – all I deal with is programmers. It's like these dude bros that show up and they're like, yeah, NFTs. And they're all out of college and they don't know what they're doing. And he's like, how do you – what would you do here? And he asks me stuff all the time. I'm like, what? I don't even – I can't even understand what you're talking about. What reality are you living in? Programmers. 100% of programmers. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Oh uh, um, yeah, so that's fun. And you know he's got kids that are older, so I ask him about college stuff. And he he was the guy that I, I think I mentioned on the show. I don't think maybe I didn't. I'll ask. I don't think I mentioned on the show. And and so if I have, we can cut the conversation. I'm not. It's sort of an interesting talking point. He answered. He asked a question a couple of months ago. If your kid could get into like MIT, Stanford, Harvard, or one of those like UPenn, like upper echelon secondary education would you pay the markup the 60 80 grand whatever it was i mean a year right like
1: right and well okay. yeah i think we talked about this in the show didn't we well i think that just depends on whether or not you have it uh
0: well n- we were all unanimous that absolutely we the, all of us that were like engineering types but you would we i said no, definitely not harvard way too liberal but others, any of the other schools, <laughs> I said, well, I this is what I said. I said, if you, if your kid, I absolutely would, if your kid had the disposition to go there and study and get what we're like, if they're going for like a gender studies education, then no, I'm not doing it. But if they're going to like study computer science or engineering or business, then be like, then I absolutely would. If they're going for like, you know, uh, you know, high powered degree, then sure and if they but if they're getting into those schools then they probably have the disposition to work hard enough at the educa- at the school, right? You know what I mean? I guess. Yeah. You don't think so? Like maybe well. That, that was the,
1: that well, was my caveat. I think what I I think what I'm having a hard time with is like uh, I mean we we are going to have to think you know you sooner than me, but we're going to have to think about this stuff relatively soon. And those quick judgments on like you know, if you're doing gender studies, then no. Uh, I'm not saying
0: no to no education. I'm saying no to uh, a <laughs> eighty thousand de- dollar degree at Stanford or or
1: MIT, yeah. right? I mean, the other thing is, you never pay that price at those schools, like not unless you're uber rich. But even then, you can kind of negotiate. Like if there's, I listened to another book on this. Like you can always negotiate those costs. And especially at Harvard, like Harvard has this ginormous endowment they could pay for everyone to go there like every year, twice over, no big deal, just on the interest alone. So I don't even understand why they accept tuition from anyone. Like what are they doing with this giant endowment? But um, what happens when they pick something that's somewhere in between? You know, when they're like, well, I want to do graphic design with a focus on like web design or whatever and you're like oh i hate that right but <laughs> well uh no, i wouldn't hate and that well yeah yeah i don't know i mean there's we have a list of things we're gonna love and hate oh right? yeah I mean if they're if they're them. like oh, i'm gonna want to go to med school right i'm gonna be a doctor <laughs> and then i'd be like i might be like well that sounds cool but it's gonna take a while and i'm not too thrilled <laughs> uh you know i'm glad you're ambitious but What's the turnaround time and how much debt you're gonna put me in?
0: The example that I I use here is like, what's that school in New York? That's the art school. Oh, oh that's a big school.
1: The, Juilliard, the one that Adam oh, Goldberg
0: not, went to. Adam Goldberg. Oh man, who's Adam Goldberg? He's the guy that they, that that does the show, The Goldbergs.
1: You know about the what Goldbergs? show? Uh no.
0: Oh, alright. Well anyways,
1: he hang on, hang on, hang on. He went to Bowling Green?
0: No, no, no. It's a school in New York. We've talked about the school because we know somebody on Facebook that they
1: sent their kid there for Fine Arts from Bowling Green. Uh oh it says right here. Adam has been working with glass. Oh, this is somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> That's not the same Adam um, Goldberg.
0: No, I found a different Adam Goldberg, I think too.
1: American character actor. Okay. Uh, I
0: right. Hang on, hang on. I should have known this. Uh, I feel terrible. i awful, awful show. Uh, Dazed and confused. Private Ryan. No, it's a different guy. Okay. That's the one I was on also. Oh,
1: different guy. there's yeah, more than one Adam Goldberg.
0: More, and that's actually a thing on the show about how that he's not the only Adam Goldberg. Um. Oh man. He went to it's like oh, art school in New York. Some,
1: I mean I know you're yelling at us in the show.
0: Art school in New York. Film school in New York. Okay. Uh, the
1: character is based on blah blah blah. Okay, yeah, oh, there it is. Gender male. Hey, he was born a year after me. Age 17.
0: What? What is the famous as New as York s- Academy of Art? Oh, for crying out loud. Um anyways, it's like super expensive school, right? Like but you're going to get an art degree. Right. So you, yeah. it's like a one in a million. Ju- um, it's a, yeah. yeah. Well, this is what I don't know how to like, how are you going to go to college for dance? Right. But people do. And there's, you know, somebody on Facebook, I think we mentioned, uh, and they're like so psyched for, uh, or maybe it's New York university. Uh, it doesn't matter. Maybe
1: we're being too practical, but if the world was filled with, engineers would it be a good place
0: no 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 i know but do you have to spend $80,000 a year to go to college to paint or to
1: that's the thing right or are we saying maybe 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 if the world was filled with engineers the world would be a good place we would just have different hobbies right when you leave your engineering work designing the next generation of robot maids you then you go to a painting class and you paint or you go to a martial arts class and you you know punch things um I, mm. <laughs> would it be like do we need more but if you go to those classes who's teaching the class Someone else who was also an engineer that worked all that's day, the how thing, are right?
0: I, that's the other. That's the thing I don't understand. Like, if you're gonna put this much money into it, invest, you're investing a bunch of money into it, right? And you got to come yeah. out with a, a way to pay that back.
1: And you can't. You get a degree in painting. How are you? Well, you be- don't if you already had it. So, oh, wow. Well. That's this is part of the thing, right? If if you've got a family fortune, you got a trust fund, you got some, you know, whatever. Again, it, it's an it's that's what I said in the beginning. It's a question of whether or not you have it. If if we're, let's say I got twenty million dollars, okay. for example. Let's just say I got tw- I got twenty million dollars, okay. and I'm, and I'm living on I don't know. But what's what's the interest easy interest off twenty million dollars? Is something like uh, a million a year Three, easy? Three uh, percent or something, right? Call it five percent. Okay, know. fine. So a million, five times no. What's five percent of twenty million? It'd be a million. So you you get off of you getting a million dollars a year in income off of that pile of money that's sitting there. What am I going to do with that? Like I, I don't need to. I don't need to Lambo, lot, right? So no, I'm not buying a Lambo. Maybe fancier bikes, <laughs> but uh, and you know activities and travel. You can buy a fancy enough bike. You know, bikes. With All bikes yeah. So then, um,
0: four wheel bike.
1: Right. So the money just compounds, and then. Next year, I've got, you know, $20.5 The year after that, plus interest of all this joint, whatever. So it just grows and grows and grows. And my kid wants to go to art school, and, you know, they're like, how much is it? Well, it's going to be like two hundred grand, i am like, <laughs> yeah, check the dining room table. I don't know. Like, <laughs> go, go go through my pants' pockets. Like, the money's there. So it wouldn't be a big deal. And then when they get out of art school, and they're like, oh, I can't get a job. they be like, well, why don't I uh, – Spin up a um, charitable foundation for you where you make your art and you sell your art and donate the funds, and I'll rent your like all those extra expenses are nothing. And it's just who cares? And they never, you know, I have this loser kid who never does anything on their own, or maybe they do. Maybe that maybe this is cool where they do contribute all this stuff to the world and it wouldn't have happened unless someone else was paying for it. I don't know, yeah. But don't talk practically if you're not having $20 million. <laughs> <laughs> but that's just it. That's where – that's why, I mean, things are skewed. Like we know rich rich people end up with money through various means and they, they have their billions and stuff because they did something cool and we kind of overvalued it. but Or they took advantage of the workers in some way. So then they donate the money to, to the things that they like that couldn't earn money because that's why they're charities. That's why they're nonprofits. Right. Uh, It's kind of similar. It's like donating money to your own kid who comes up with an idea that doesn't earn money, which is what we do until they leave anyway. (laughs) Yeah. And then, I mean, this is the same old pattern, right? We always feel like we deserve what we got. Even if, if, like every time you get a pay raise it's it's never enough but you can, I mean, it's it's like, oh, that's, you might enjoy it for 10 minutes. And then a week into that pay raise, you're like, yeah, I deserve this, right? This is what I make. But two weeks earlier, you didn't make that at all. <laughs> yeah, then you get mm. some ginormous pay raise. They'd be like, you're doing, you change jobs or something. You get a new yeah salary that's like 20% more than you were making. You're like, yeah, this is what I make now, right? This is what I'm worth. Someone asked you what you make. This is what I make. And he's like, not really. It's just what someone decided that. They. Campaign. I know.
0: I disagree, man. I mean, to some degree, when you say what you're worth,
1: I'm not, not going to say that. But like, people work for people that work hard get. I'm not. I'm not saying it's it's somewhere in that ballpark. Like it's somewhere in that region, but it may change a little bit. And then and then we get people in the public sector that are never going to have those kinds of boosts, right? Yeah. No,
0: okay. Yeah. No, that that's why it's it, I'm saying it's not what you're worth. It's a weird it's not an exact.
1: No, I'm saying yeah. they're wrong cuz they they're putting their you're saying that your salary is what you've earned, you know, what you've made or what you're worth, and that's not true at all. So but to take it to the other extreme where maybe they're doing something very valuable but kind of no one's willing to pay for it, so then it's not valuable. I don't know. I'm talking myself out of it. Uh <laughs> we undervalue teachers. The, go back to the public sector thing, right? I feel like we uh, yeah, teachers
0: are funny. That's an interesting. That's an interesting question, right? Um,
1: well, yeah, this could this could go back. Some of them suck. This one. Some of them just are not good. Some of them. <laughs> some of them. Some of. Them, some of everybody sucks in every
0: yeah. job. Uh, Which you know, yeah. uh, my son. He had to sign up for his electives and he didn't want to sign up for anything. He was like fighting us. And I'm listening to him read the electives and I'm like, those are amazing. You know, it was like 3D design and it's – yeah, wood workshop and um computer program. And he was totally turned off by one of the teachers in one of those. Ah. and I was He like, knows the teacher that well. Huh? Well, he's like, oh, that's the teacher. And it was like one of the electives he took this year. And it was like 3D design or something he really likes doing – and he's like, Oh, the teacher wouldn't let us talk to our neighbors at all or anything. And I'm like, we're in a class. You're not supposed to be talking. And he's like, Yeah, but like, and, and then I'm like, think, I thought about it some more and I, I didn't tell him this ever, but I was like, Yeah, I mean, if you're like drawing or you're creating, you're modeling a something in three, you want to share that. You're creating art, right? Like it's, it's a type of art and you want to share that with, you're not doing math problems or like, Hey, look at my answer. It's like, Hey, look at this art I'm doing. Right. So it's, I forget what the class was, but it was like 3D design or something or software programming or, you know, it, it was like some intro to that. And he's like, yeah, they just wouldn't let us talk at all. And I'm like, oh, that kind of right. does suck. Like
1: that kind of does suck. Yeah. yeah. And,
0: and he was totally turned off by it. I was like, oh, that's, I was, I, he's like, yeah, the teacher was awful. And I'm like, so, uh, I, yeah, I don't have both sides of this story, but I do. I mean, I, I've had teachers before that I didn't feel were, were great and they're not, they're sort of in it for the paycheck at that point, And, just like, you know, I just what I do. That's I, part of life
1: too, though, isn't it? Like, yeah. People have bosses that aren't so great. People have, it's, that's like, it's what you, you got to deal with. Uh, so make them it. That. You can't have this one teacher that you don't like. No, I'm saying, this goes but back we're to saying book. that all teachers are underpaid. And I think, I was saying that I teachers are underpaid. Are but I'm bad. not, I'm not sure that they are. I'm just saying that the potential for a high side in the private sector is there. Yeah. <laughs> but we're not giving stock options to teachers.
0: Nor should be. stuff that we have to. Oh, nor should be, because that mean would mean that the okay? schools, the schools are making money. No, I'm tired. I told you I ran yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> uh...
1: Ran yesterday. Um, You're tired today
0: from running. I'm not, in, uh, yeah, I got to. Uh... Like it's it's gonna, a, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a it's gonna be a process. I'm gonna be back. I'm gonna come back. All right, rebuild. summer bodies. Yeah, that's right.
1: Made in spring, I guess.
0: I, I don't even want like some ripped summer body. I want to be able to like keep up with. All right. So here, here this weekend, I went on a church, church retreat with the youth group. Yeah. And which was, ah, I could get into a whole lot of cool stuff there that, but it was like, I spent the weekend in a cabin with five other high school kids, boys. Yeah. And that was eye opening in many ways. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. But, uh, I'm like, I got it. I want, I, I want like a good more 10 years with these kids where I'm like, can keep up a little bit, right? Cause I'm already like running out of steam. I'm sore. I'm like, give me more coffee. So that's, I got my youngest is, how old is she? She's nine. She's nine. <laughs> so that's 10 years. I need nine. I need 10 years and then she'll be out of the house and then I can just like, then I can just turn into dust.
1: No, you don't want to turn into dust. Those are the best years of your life. Well, I mean, I won't have to like keep up with them, like right, like
0: running around. I won't be doing as much like stress. I'll be able to relax and keep up
1: with that while running around. I can
0: come home, come home at five o'clock and go for a run. Nice, have a nice leisurely dinner with my wife, glass of wine, some steak. Are you working porterhouse in nine years?
1: How old do you think I am? I don't
0: know. I
1: mean I do now, because you're the same age as me.
0: <laughs> Forty six <laughs> years old. You don't think you're gonna be working at fifty five? You're gonna
1: retire? Oh, I hope so, yeah. Wow. All right. No. Maybe not with twenty million dollars that I'm hoping to have, but uh I got four kids to put through college. My my, my I just told my you God. my youngest will be starting college at that age. <laughs> right. Right, and that's well, it's a whole different conversation. i have to get into that. It's late. Yeah.
0: It's good though. It'll be good. And she'll be going to NYU and by then. We'll figure it out to Get make an college an art, free. Yeah. degree.
1: Yeah. Yeah. and they'll all move back home because they, they can't. What? Oh, man. Well, my old- I mean, the odds are how many- um, What's the probability here? Like how many of your kids do you think- it's a Failure to launch, yeah, no, 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 they call no. it. I not even- If
0: that's- By then, they'll be driving. I won't be taking them to soccer practice. It'll be a totally different life.
1: What do you mean? I mean- when they, they either don't go to college or they they leave college – like there's a whole bunch of thing, uh, things that could happen, right? Oh, they sure. don't go away or they go away and then they kind of fail out and they end up at home or they finish college and they have no job prospects and they just end up back at home. There's a lot of ways they can end up back at oh, home. Oh, no. I mean, yeah, that's fine. But it's it's, I,
0: it's a lot of – like I, t- I left the house at 7 o'clock this morning. I took my son to school, dropped him off. He's going to math, extra help. I went to work all day. Went right from work to pick up my daughter at uh she's on the crew for the um the play. And I drove drove right over to soccer practice. I did soccer practice and I was home. Like I was going for all the whole time, right? And then so that that yeah. won't be I'll be able to get up at six o'clock, roll into work for seven o'clock, leave work at two thirty, having put in my now three o'clock, putting in my eight
1: hours. <laughs> 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 I see. You're saying when you, when the kids can drive, you're all set. I don't even know. Nah, when them. they're, when they graduate, when they get out of college,
0: whenever, when, yeah. then, then they're on their own. I'm not going to be like, what do you want to do tonight? Oh, let's figure out how to like. Entertain you, um, take you to soccer practice. You're going to be going to soccer practice on your
1: own. Oh, they can handle it on their own. Yeah. They're
0: just going to be, yeah, they're
1: just going to need you to pay for everything.
0: That's all. Well, that's no, I mean, yeah. Well, then they, if they're adult and out of college, they can have a job. I don't care. If they, they can live here, but fine. I don't care. Go flip burgers for all I care, but you're going to work.
1: Flip burgers. That's the classic one. Pump gas. What happens when they're not pumping gas anymore? Do they plug the electric charger? I mean, yeah, what
0: happens when there's no gas to be pumped?
1: what will people? be the
0: menial job
1: what? <laughs> what what
0: will it be exactly I don't know that's interesting 10 years what will be like the flipping burgers equivalent? by then I think we're going to just be adding water drops of water to food right and it's just going to reconstitute instantly <laughs> again a fifth element yeah like the Jetsons yeah, and stuff. The Jetsons. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: got to happen oh
0: soon. Man, I know well, I can't believe it hasn't happened yet <laughs> alright cue the music